I'm Dr. Upshaw. And welcome to the Know Your Rights podcast. The Love Institute, in partnership with the City of Chicago Community Justice Initiative, is a nonprofit organization appointed to help lead the Know Your Rights campaign. The goal is to inform community members about their rights when engaging with the Chicago Police Department. Getting stopped by the police can happen to anybody, regardless of whether or not they have committed a crime. This can be a frightening experience, especially for Black and Brown males and others belonging to high-risk populations. That is why we are committed to helping folks know their rights, understand what to expect in a police encounter, and navigate the resources available to them. Over the course of this podcast, you will hear from criminal justice attorneys and other special guests about a variety of topics, including how to access free legal representation and why it is so important to know your rights. We will also delve into the four key tips for activating those rights should a police encounter occur. Please note that while we have been trained to lead the Know Your Rights campaign and have made every effort to provide accurate and complete information, we are not lawyers. Should you require legal advice, please reach out to the resources outlined in the following episodes or contact the Love Institute for a referral. We will provide you with the contact information throughout the podcast. So Dr. Upshaw, before we dive into the four main things our audience members need to know if they are stopped by the police, uh, maybe you can say a little bit about why someone might be stopped by the police in the first place. Uh, A good starting point, Lauren. I would say that one could be stopped by the police for several reasons. For one, if they're committing a crime, they could be stopped by the police or questioned by the police if they're sitting at a bus stop um, driving a car, they can be pulled over by the police. But for the sake of this podcast, we are specifically speaking to instances when someone is not driving a car and they are stopped by the police. So you don't have to do anything wrong to be stopped by the police? Absolutely not. You can just, you know, um, be walking down the street again, sitting at a bus stop you know, the police can say, oh, you fit a description or you look suspicious. Sometimes they don't have a reason for stopping you, unfortunately, Um, but it happens. Okay. Well, thank you for for, um, going over some of those those scenarios. Um, I guess just jumping right into our first tip in the Know Your Rights Toolkit. um, The first tip is called, am I free to go? Um, And this phrase is the very first thing you should say in response to a police officer who starts to question you. That's because it's the clearest and most effective way to ask the police if you're being detained. Right. So if a police officer stops you on the the street, let's say you're you're walking actually to work and they stop you and say, excuse me, ma'am, where are you coming from? So. Your response, while it does not seem to be a natural flow of conversation, your response should quite simply be, am I free to go? Mm. Yeah, it does sound it does sound quite awkward um, in, in response to that question of where are you where are you coming from or another question. It doesn't really make much sense conversationally. Um, but that is, you're right, that is what defense er- attorneys would urge you to say in that situation. Am I free to go? And so I would ask, what if you have nothing to hide? Say you were just walking home from the mall 
why why can't you just tell the police where you're coming from? Um, well, you never know why a police officer might stop you. So it's possible that like a shooting just happened at that mall five minutes after you left the mall. Um, they see you coming from that area and they decide to question you. Um, even if you had no idea what was what's happening with the shooting, if you tell the police officer that you are coming from that mall, then you have just placed yourself at the scene of a crime. Absolutely. And so I would ask, you know, Say you say to the police, am I free to go? You know, where are you coming from, ma'am? And your response is, am I free to go? And the police officer or officers do not respond to your question. You know, what would you advise our listeners to say or do in that instance? So in in that case, we would advise our listeners to just ask again um, and loudly and clearly, am I free to go? Um, it's really important to enunciate so that the others around you, as well as the police officer's body cameras, um, can pick up your words. Um, and so if the officer says yes, then you can calmly walk away. Um, if you have repeatedly asked loudly and clearly, if you're free to go and you have not received a clear yes after doing that, um, then you can assume that you're being detained. And at that point, it's time to activate your Miranda rights, which brings up um, excuse me, brings us to the next tip in our Know Your Rights Toolkit. Yeah, you mentioned the Miranda rights, and it's also important to make a distinction between being detained versus being placed under arrest. So um, I'm sh- sure that our attorneys in the subsequent episodes will make that distinction uh, between being detained and being placed under arrest. So with the Miranda rights, you know, we've heard it on television shows. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can can be used against you. So what's key here is if you've asked the officer repeatedly, am I free to go? Or you just asked once and they've been vague in their responses. At that moment, if you have not been told, yes, you're free to go, then just assume you have been placed under arrest, your rights kick in. And at that point, the next key phrase is, I will not talk, I want my lawyer. Great, so um, is that how you invoke your Miranda rights then? You can't just like remain silent, you have to say those words? That is key to say, I will not talk, I want my lawyer. They cannot question you at that point that that's not to say that they're not going to make attempts you know they're going to do everything within their power to get you to talk and you know there there is a song uh, I forget the artist but it's like I think it's called shut up or be quiet or something (laughs) you know and if you could just sing that song in your head I know, you know, especially when you know that you've done nothing wrong and it's natural to want to say, look, you you know, you have the wrong person. You don't even want to say that. I will not talk. I want my lawyer. Even if they start saying, well, okay, that's that's fine. Um, You know, you have that right. And uh, but we were just asking, you know, because, you know, we like your gym shoes or something. They will probably try to get off topic to, you know, let you let your guard down, but you block it out. 
and repeat to yourself and repeat to them. I will not talk. I want my lawyer. Don't use slang. Don't dress it up. Yo, I want my lawyer dog. No, clearly I will not talk. I want my lawyer. And you can say, I will not talk. I want my lawyer because part of this Know Your Rights campaign is that we provide legal representation. So you actually do have a lawyer. That's that's great to know. That was actually going to be my question to use. Why is it necessary to say, I want my lawyer at this point? You know, you're probably so shaken up and um, taken aback by whatever incident is happening here. Most likely you don't already have a lawyer lined up for this situation. Um, it's all probably happening so fast. Um, but you're right. We will be talking later on about how actually everyone in this situation has a lawyer um, and we'll be kind of going over the the process for how to access that lawyer. Um, but yes, that is why it's so important at this point so early on to say, I will not talk. I want my lawyer. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but less than 3% of the people who are arrested in Chicago have legal representation. Can you imagine wow. that nearly 97% of the people who are arrested do not have legal representation for whatever reason? Maybe they don't know how to secure it or they, they think that they cannot afford it, which is so wonderful about the criminal justice initiative and the aldermen who want to have this type of campaign in their wards so that their constituents are aware that there is free legal representation there for them. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a crazy statistic. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that and how, you know, the point of this podcast is to make it so that, you know, hopefully more than 3% um, actually access a lawyer in these types of situations, because like you said, um, there's free legal representation for you in these situations and you should look for it and ask for it. Especially we'll since Chicago, I'm sorry, especially since Chicago is the false confession capital. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and they've made it very easy. The attorneys who we partner with have made it very easy for you to contact them. Who can forget 1-800-LAW-REP-4? 1-800-LAW-REP-4, that equ equates to 1-800-529-7374. That's the number you dial to get your attorney. So when you tell the police, I will not talk, I want my lawyer, when you get to, if they take you to the police station, that's the number you dial. Don't call mom, grandmother, father. You want to dial 1-800-LAW-REP-4, 1-800-529-7374. And those attorneys will contact everyone who you want them to contact on your behalf. But you want to make sure that you're connecting with a lawyer immediately. Yeah, so important. And um, luckily, a pretty easy number to remember. Um, and if you're confused at this point, um, no worries, because we still have a lot of information to go over. But um, the defense attorneys that we're bringing on later on will really kind of walk you through this this process. So, so don't worry. <laughs> um, and uh, Dr. Upshaw, kind of jumping back to the, I will not talk 
portion of this phrase of I will not talk, I want my lawyer. Um, what if the person gets to the station and needs medical attention or water or they need to use the restroom? Um, you know, what if they have to speak for some reason or another? That's a good question, Lauren. Again, the police will try to get you to talk and implicate yourself. And we have heard so many stories about innocent people being placed in jail because, you know, they admitted to something they weren't even aware they were admitting to. And so again, if you can just rehearse in your mind, I will not talk. I want my lawyer. If they say, oh, would you like a sandwich? If they've detained you for, let's say, 24 or 48 hours, you've been at the station and they bring you something to eat, something to drink, the moment they hand it to you, thank you. I will not talk. I want my lawyer. That's all. You know, well, how's your sandwich? I will not talk. I want my lawyer. Would you like another Coke? I will not talk. I want my lawyer. Oh, was the restroom operating properly? I will not talk. I want my lawyer. That is all. Put yourself on repeat and <laughs> do not let your guard down. You have to consistently remind them, I will not talk. I want my lawyer. Not, man, do I get my phone call, dog? None of that. I will not talk. I want my lawyer. They have to give you an opportunity to place a phone call. And when you place that phone call, it should be to 1-800-LAW-REP-4 so that you can have legal representation. They will come to the police station, which is important for you to give your legal name, not your nickname, not your street name. You want to give your name your legal name so that when the, the attorneys come to the police station, they know exactly who to ask for. Not Pookie. We want your real name. Right. That's, that's so important. And I'm glad you gave those examples of, you know, how's your sandwich? I will not talk. I want my lawyer. Um, it, it might feel, you know, rude or again, awkward, um, counter <laughs> counter to um conversation norms but um it's okay in this case if you sound like a broken record um and you know you don't want to make it so that there's a contentious relationship you don't want to be rude about it but it's okay to just clearly say i will not talk i want my lawyer um okay great uh so we've gone over the first two tips. Am I free to go? And I will not talk. I want my lawyer. So the third one is called, I do not consent to any searches. So at any point um, during a police stop, the police may wish to um, search you or your belongings. Now the police have the right to conduct something called a Terry stop, um, in which case they may use their fingertips to pat down the outside of your clothing. Um, and that is to check for weapons. Regardless, if the police ask or simply begin to search you, you should always say loudly and clearly, I do not consent to any searches. That is so important, Lauren, because even though they have the right to conduct a Terry stop, you never know if it'll turn into something more. So let's say the police begin to manipulate your pockets or search a bag on your persons. 
this is no longer a Terry stop. Now they're being a bit more intrusive. So you don't want to say, man, don't search my pockets, man. You can't search my bag. No, I do not consent to any searches. And whenever you are using these phrases, which we have been advised by lawyers to train others in saying this, you want to make sure that you are very clear and you speak loudly and clearly. I do not consent to any searches. And again, this does not apply when you're driving. Circ circumstances could be different when you're driving, but still you're not consenting to any searches. And, you know, our attorneys again in subsequent episodes will really go into more detail about searches and what's legal and what is not. But even though police officers take liberties when they are not supposed to, when you say these phrases exactly how we are providing them, then this is what stands up in court to protect you. And thankfully, there are a lot of districts that require the body cams. And so you are speak, speaking loudly and clearly, even for those who might be observing uh, on the street. So you wanna make sure that you're very clear in using these terms. Exactly. And, you know, again, even if you have nothing to hide, um, you know, you might not have weapons or anything of the sort in your pockets. Um, you never know what could incriminate you. It could be something as simple as a um, receipt from when you got a Gatorade at the CDS nearby um, that puts you at a certain place at a certain time. Um, you never know what could incriminate you, which is why you always um, want to not consent to any searches. So Laura, let me ask you, what if you've said, I do not consent to any searches and the police conduct a search anyway? Or what if they claim to have a search warrant? What do you do? You know, because you know, when you're stopped by the police, I know for me, even, you know, if I know I've been going two or three miles over the speed limit and I see the police car, you know, pull up behind me, I, it's like my heart rate goes faster <laughs> and you know I get a little warm because I'm a little anxious and you know a little nervous so what yeah. do you do you said I do not consent to any with the emphasis on the word any I'm not consenting to any searches what do you do when the police continue to search um yeah well so um you're exactly right. You can't prevent the police from searching you. Um, and if they do have a warrant, they are allowed to conduct a search in accordance with that warrant. Maybe it's to search your home or, um, or your vehicle or your bag. Um, however, police might falsely claim that they have a warrant or they might be unclear about the parameters of that warrant. Um, so that is why you should always say, I do not consent to any searches, even if it's before a Terry stop, which they probably will conduct anyway, because they are allowed to. Um, saying I do not consent to any searches isn't going to, you know, hurt you in, in any way. It's just better safe than sorry. Just say it before any searching happens. Um, in the case that the police find incriminating evidence by means of an unwarranted search that you explicitly did not consent to, the evidence cannot be used against you in court. Um, 
they're magic words, really, um, not because they keep the police from stopping you or questioning you or searching you, uh, but because they will protect you legally later on. Exactly. So it's key to know these phrases and not to deviate from them. And chances are they're not going to have a warrant if they're just stopping you on the street. And right. so when it goes beyond a Terry stop, though, if it's not the two finger pat down, they're start starting to dig in your belongings, then that's when you really, you know, you don't have to be rude or disrespectful in your delivery It's simply I do not consent to any searches. I do not consent to any searches. And that's what you need to reiterate to the police and remind them, I do not consent to any searches. Right. The final tip our listeners should keep in mind um, is that there are a few pieces of identifying information that you can share with the police at any point. Um, So as we've discussed, the key phrases are, am I free to go? I will not talk. I want my lawyer. And I do not consent to any searches. However, every situation is different. Um, So if you feel feel inclined to do so, you may share your full legal name, as you mentioned earlier, Dr. Upshaw, um, your date of birth, and your address with the police. Uh, Additionally, if you are a minor being detained, uh, meaning under the age of 18, um, you should provide the phone number of a parent or guardian. The police are required to call that number if you are in their custody, and that's not to get you in trouble, but just to inform a trusted adult of your whereabouts since you are under um, under the age of 18. And that's good information because I don't think a lot of people know that in Illinois, you are not required to provide identification to the police. Now, this is not the same. If you're driving, you have to produce driver's license and your insurance card. But if you're walking down the street, you know, they're asking for your identification by law. You are not required to provide it to them. However, if they take you to the police station, eventually they're going to get this information. So there is no harm in providing, you know, your name, date of birth, phone number if you're a minor, you know, your parents' phone number. But, um, you know, you don't want it to be a contentious interaction. So without saying where you're coming from or consenting to searches and not asking, am I free to go? You know, you can provide them with that basic information because they will get it anyway. And you don't have to remind them just because we have given you a lot of information and these three key phrases when engaging with the Chicago police, you don't have to broadcast, oh, I know my rights. You don't have to say that. You know that you know your rights. And we're just trying to equip you, you know, equip our listeners with this information to say, hey, am I free to go? I will not talk. I want my lawyer. I do not consent to any searches. That's what you have to remember. You don't have to broadcast that I know my rights. You know, just make sure you're invoking those rights when the situation requires you to do so. And that you're not legally obligated to provide identification to the police unless you're driving. But if you do, just understand the basic information that you're required you know, to give them or that you can give them or that you should give them. So it's your legal name, date of birth, address, 
and a parent or guardian's phone number if you are a minor. Okay, great. Um, And can you share with our listeners why it's important to use your full legal name? I know you stress the importance of that um, as opposed to an alias or nickname. Well, that's because when your attorney that you call with 1-800-LAW-REP-4, when they come to the police station, they're going to ask for your legal name. They're going to ask for you by your legal name, not the name that you go by on the street. And you want them to be able to find you because if they come to the police station and they ask for Jane Doe and you've given them J. Rock Doe or something to that effect, then the police will say, oh, we don't have that person in our custody. And then you will sit there for days because you have not given your legal name. And so you don't even want to give them a false name because that in itself can get you in trouble with the police. So, you know, understanding that you will have legal representation on the way, give them your legal name. Good. Thank you for for mentioning that. Um, and I know you've also kind of mentioned a few times that there's a distinction between, you know, if you're stopped like walking down the street or stopped while operating a car, um, like let's say you're driving, you get pulled over by the police. Um, in that case, what information should you provide? Well, you have to provide your driver's license. Driving is a privilege, not a right. So you need to provide your driver's license and your insurance card. Got it. Thank you for clarifying that, Dr. Upshaw. On that note, I think we've covered the four main know your rights tips. Um, So to review, the three key phrases are, am I free to go? I will not talk. I want my lawyer. And I do not consent to any searches. Lastly, remember that you can give the following identifying information to the police if you choose. Your full legal name, date of birth, address, And if you're a minor, your parent or guardian's phone number. We'll be reviewing this information throughout the podcast as well. Great. So again, we are very grateful to have the opportunity to share this information with all of our listeners. And a special thank you to our special guests for sharing their expertise and their experiences and to the agencies and organizations that have supported Love Institute through the City of Chicago Community Justice Initiative. We especially want to thank Alderman Sophia King of the Fourth Ward and Alderman Pat Dow of the Third Ward. Without further ado, we hope you enjoy the Know Your Rights podcast. The Know Your Rights podcast is brought to you by the Love Institute. Please visit our website at www.luvinstitute.org and follow the Love Institute on social media for more information about the Know Your Rights Initiative. Thank you for listening to the Know Your Rights podcast and stay tuned for the next episode.